Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. Recently, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. And it didn't take us long to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most about the show is the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us right here on Bob's Credits. We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. All right! Play us a song, your chip chipper man. What is your Play accent? Play us a song tonight. I'm the chip chipper man. <laughs> there was like an eccentric accent. It was a, kind of like it was a, a extreme Billy Joel, <laughs> but like maybe a little Yellow bit of like a little like John Lennon in there. I don't know. Okay, it was fun. It was fun. Two of two of the greatest songwriters in pop history. I mean. I don't know that Billy Joel is the greatest songwriter in pop history. Look, you know what? This isn't about Billy Joel. This is not about John Lennon. This is not about the Chip Chipperoo Man, which is me. This is about Louise Belcher. And Bob Belcher. Because this his week? name Yeah, but his name is in the title of the show. That's true. Is it his name or is it the restaurant's name? And he just happens to be in the restaurant's name. What? Uh, my question is, is this his show or is it the show about Ooh, the restaurant? That is so good. I'm going to say this is his show. Really? Okay. Yeah. I was going to go with the restaurant and the family. Oh, well, you didn't ask me that. Yeah. You know what? That's not fair. Yeah. This is a horrible conversation. No, this is an amazing question. Who's the protagonist of Bob's Burgers? Definitely not Billy Joel. I think, I think the conflict around Bob and the restaurant keeps the engine of the show turning. Yes. And most of the best episodes take place within the restaurant. Yes. But I will say it's definitely an ensemble cast, but Bob might, he might be the protagonist. Not in this episode though. Like no, you said, this is a lo- last week we had a Tina centric episode, which was um, perfection. This week, we have a Louise-centric episode, and uh, let's not do, get too ahead of ourselves. We will uh, vote on how we like the episode later. See what I did there? Oh, yes. <laughs> but before we do that, we have to play a little game. It's called Bob Pun or Max Pun, and uh, let's see if you're ready for your first pun, Skylar. 
I'm ready. The first burger is the Catherine Feta Jones burger. Bob. Max. Your next pun is Sprouts, Sprouts, Sprouts It All Out Burger. Bob. Sprout, Sprout, Sprouts It All Out. You sound like Bob. Oh, then. Okay. Bob doing Tears for Fears. Your next pun, Skylar. Wait, did I get Bob right? Uh, oh, yes, that's correct. Your next pun is the Cheesy Does It Burger. That's so cute. Is it you? Yes. I love it. Okay. It's like classic. Well, now you... Oh, no, you guessed one wrong. The first one. I did. Yeah. And your final pun is the I Shot the Carrot Burger. Bob. Max. Oh, two Bobs, though. I think there is a I Shot the Sheriff Burger that they've done. Okay, so I get half a point? No, this was a Max one. Oh, oh, I thought you meant maybe they have done that pun before. No, I don't think they've done the I Shot the Carrot. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they have not done that. If they have, I apologize to you, but right now I stand my ground. And uh, do we want to get in this episode? Is there any business we want to discuss before we get into the episode? Yes, just, just get, quick. Oh, go ahead. I'll be quick today. Hit us with it. Do you want some Louise Bob's Burgers trivia in your life? Oh, I do. Every day of my life. Max and I just recorded a new Patreon episode. It's live now. And basically, you get to play trivia along with us. Spoiler alert. Neither of us got all the questions right. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I think they're, I'd say they're from like, incredibly easy to incredibly hard they there's a long range and we were stumped on a few of them but i had so much fun playing it was so great it's one of my favorite uh patreon episodes it's um, called it's called bob's credit secret menu over there it's patreon.com slash bob's credits and to get the extra episodes it's the five dollar tier and if you want to get these like play along trivia episodes along with many other extra episodes now is the time to sign up because if you sign up before February for the $5 tier, you will also get a special code for 20% off our merch, which is launching um, in the next couple months. And that code will last you a lifetime. So if you want, if you've been thinking about signing up for Patreon and you should, it's a whole community over there. We have so many extra bonus episodes. Um, if you've been thinking about it, now's the time to do it because these perks um, you won't get if you do it later. So go do that. Do you and have I'll, anything to add? And I'll also uh, burger pun your name. That's, oh, that's, yes. That's part of fun on, on, on the, the show. podcast. Yeah, on the podcast. Um, and there's, you know, a bunch of other things. Like Skyler said, we've got a community. We've got a Discord. We're chatting it. We have a biscuit emoji in our Discord. We do. We've got some other Bob's Burgers emojis in there. Um, let's get into this episode. Let's do it. Okay. Skylar. Can we have the title and synopsis for Season 5, Episode 12, please? My pleasure. The title is The Millie Churian Candidate. Millie decides to run for Wagstaff president in order to force Louise into a best friendship. But Louise will not stand by and let this happen, and so she takes matters into her own hands and totally botches it which is exactly what fellow candidate Henry was planning on. Meanwhile, Bob purchases a $300 knife. Determined to prove his sleek knife is better than Teddy's elite hammer, Linda cooks up a competition. This episode came out on February 15th, 2015. It was written by Greg Thompson and directed by Don McKinnon. Tell me about it, Skylar. What did you think about this episode? 
I loved it. I think we had really two really strong episodes back to back with Can't Buy Me Math and the Militarian Candidate. Yep. We get this like Milly frenemy, enemy friendship back, which, um, as Henry points out, that Louise becomes unhinged around Millie, and that is delightful as a spectator to watch. And it means that, obviously, Molly Shannon is back as Millie. We've discussed our love for the on this show. She enhances every single project she's in. She's I so great. I have predicted that she'll win an Academy Award at some point. It's true. Um, You've heard it here first. You heard it here first, it's folks. It's been recorded multiple times now, so when she finally wins, I can brag. Anyway, that's just me gushing over Molly Shannon. She has a new autobiography coming out, I think, soon. That's probably going to be fantastic. <laughs> Are you her you? publicist now? <laughs> Are you? Did she pay you to do this, Max? Um, <laughs> is, is Molly Shannon uh, holding you by gunpoints over there? <laughs> Max, Max. And scene. Blink if you're okay. <laughs> oh, she's so good. Um... Something else I love about this is it takes place in the school. If we're not going to be like, we're in like the school a lot and the restaurant. So that's like a match made in heaven for me. Um, And something I loved is that we get Jimmy Jr. involved. Zeke is, of course, involved if Jimmy Jr. is involved. And I just love it. I just wanted to go into a fun fact real quick. Um, (sighs) I'll probably splash these in just because there's so much that we're talking about the episode, that they'll fit in nicely, I think, for a lot of them. Um, You just said all those characters were involved. So we mentioned that the Bob's writers and animators and creators have had this little behind-the-scenes after show on YouTube that started during Season 5. And in the one for this episode, they said that originally the idea was to have the Belcher's kids getting Zeke to run against Tammy. That was the original pitch for the episode. Why didn't that work? I think they just wanted... I don't remember what they ended up saying. That's okay. I'll put the link to it. You can go figure it out. <laughs> um, I don't remember. I I have uh, fun fact brain mush right now in my head. That's okay. Yeah. I'm going to say it doesn't allow for Louise to rise to be the protagonist of the episode. Right? Like mm-hmm. the Millie versus Louise thing is much more interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think they might have said something about like maybe Jenny Slate, who does the voice of Tammy, uh-huh. wasn't available or something like that. But oh, I might be making that up and just trying to cover my tracks for not writing down the specific reason they didn't It's okay. go with that storyline. It's okay. Um, maybe they wanted Molly Shannon on board. Because she's incredible. So they said, we must have the fantastically amazing Molly Shannon. And so we'll put her character in every episode moving forward from now on because Molly Shannon is that good at things. <laughs> okay. Stop me at any time. <laughs> no, I'm just going to let you keep going. I also love the B story. Like, I love... Let's talk about it. Oh, my gosh. There are moments when Bob, I'm just like, you get me. You get my soul, sir. It is his show after all. Maybe, maybe. So Bob buys this amazing, like, I've never seen anything so sexy in my life. This knife is sexy, period. Speaking of the knife. What? In that behind the scenes, they show a little clip of- You said you were going to splash these fun facts in, and you you are- I was not lying. You are splashing them. In the behind the scenes footage, 
they had that didn't make it that got cut from the episode bob tries to return the knife to the store after he ruined it after he smashed it up with a hammer yes and it's it's a really funny clip where he's trying to like say like this is just it just happened like this is <laughs> it's defective they must have like when they were forging it in the mountains it must have you know gotten dented okay yeah. i do need to talk about that moment i'm pissed at bob that he let teddy ruin his knife like that come on but did he let Teddy, or was it another another instance of Bob thinking he's better than Teddy, and his his uh, hobbies are better than Teddy's, and he's better than Teddy overall? That got him yeah. in this situation. His ego is his downfall. Mm-hmm. I, I totally blame Bob. This is a hundred percent Bob's fault. I'm just letting you know that I have not forgiven him for doing that to that knife. That was a sexy knife, Max. Yeah. I know. I would never do that to that knife. Don't worry. Okay. And the counter. And the counter. Bob. You know, it would have been funny if that board was in the counter moving forward. Oh, it's so that they, ugly. That they nailed the counter. I know, but it would just be funny. Oh, the board would be funny, but they totally hack up the whole counter. Yeah. Uh, the, the business, yeah, I think his heart and ego just go way too involved and it, it causes some, some fiscal mistakes. We do have to mention that Teddy loves his hammer so much that he made a YouTube video of him using the hammer where he played Natalie Merchant's Wonder playing over it because that's going to become... Spoiler. Yeah, that's important to the end credits. But I do have to say it was a very funny line. What else about this episode? I have to say that the plotting... I think went above and beyond when Henry says like he kind of plays the plot from backwards from his point of view. And he like he heard from his brother that it was actually not Millie's doing that. The Was it a chinchilla? The class pet? That's a good question. Hedgehog. I'm going to say chinchilla. Yeah, I'll, I'll support you on that. And we can be wrong. I just like I love a good mystery i love crime thrillers i love it all so i love that satisfying moment where the whole plot comes together because this character steps in and it was really satisfying and i thought it was really well done i agree and i love the the, paper i I love the reveal at the end too and yes um so we get jim gaffigan is back as henry haber he's i think this is his second appearance as henry and he'll be back again i have to tell you max yeah i am I have been thinking about Henry off the mic. Oh, do I have to be worried? (laughs) I'm thinking about drafting him. Oh, you're talking about our our new series on Patreon, The Draft? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I I know we already plugged Patreon, but this is such a fun episode, like series we're doing. It's called... The Draft. It's called The Draft, and we're going to choose different scenarios, different settings, and we're going to draft characters from we'll we'll tell there's going to be a scenario so this week's our first one the scenario is going to be desert island who would you want on desert island with you and you can pick any character that's ever been on Bob's burgers but you can only pick five and obviously you can't pick something that the other person picked 
And then uh, we're going to let our patrons vote who has the better team at the end. And I've been doing my my research up here. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So maybe just a I, warning. Maybe I should steal Henry before you can get him now, since you revealed that. Unless that's what or you might yes. Okay. Now, now I'm not going <laughs> to sleep at night. Okay. Anything else about the episode, or should I list off some of these fun facts let's, now? Let's do the fun I facts. Won't, I won't splash them in as nicely now. I'm just going to throw them at your face. Yeah, because you're threatened by me. Because I'm going to wipe the floor with you in our patreon episode does that mean you're taking mr bronca is that what you're trying to tell me in maybe your, it does in your drafts? maybe it doesn't mm, you'll someone never who know can clean clean the island so you can keep it nice and he i feel like he'd have great like campfire stories probably okay okay so so far you got mr bronca and henry good to know or you don't anyway let's start with the title it is The Millichurian Candidate, which is a play on The Manchurian Candidate, which was a 1959 novel, then a 1962 film, with a 2004 remake. <laughs> it got the full the full works. So, uh, yeah, the synopsis from Wikipedia is, it's a, political thil- it's a political thriller about the son of a prominent U.S. political family who was brainwashed into being an unwitting assassin for a communist conspiracy. Oh, I'm intrigued. I'm interested. I'm pretty sure the, um, I don't know about the, uh, the original film. Mm-hmm. I, I assume it was good if they did the remake, but I know the 2004 had pretty good reviews when it came out. Interesting. Uh, maybe it's worth watching. Okay. I've never seen it. I think just as a fan of this show, I think we should try and watch as, as many um, parodies that they use because you know after seeing the source material, and then rewatching the Bob's episode, you know you're going to get different jokes. Definitely. So please join us. And I, we still have to watch uh, Can't Buy Me Love. Yeah. I am there. We have not watched it in the day or two since we recorded the <laughs> Can't Buy Me Math episode. <laughs> Shame on us. It only took me eight years of our relationship to get you to watch Bridget Jones. So, Oh, Bridget Jones. I finally did, though. I finally did. You loved it, right? I just don't see the appeal in Colin Firth's character, but that's for a different that's podcast. True. That's true. Uh, team, team asshole uh, Hugh Grant all the way. He's just so charming. You want her to be with the asshole? I don't, because he also tries to frame Paddington, and that's not cool either. No. I, I But he's so charming. Um, okay, voices. We've got Rachel Dratch is back, but this time she's Abby and not Jody, the germaphobe. She's Abby... Who is no. ends up being? Uh, She's the braider. Louise's bestie, yes. But she, which is weird. Wait, be- wait, 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 wait. No, Jessica is the bestie. Abby is the bestie, and Jessica is her best is her actual bestie. But remember, in Millie the creates the besties in this episode, so you have to be like in the file to them. Yes, yes. Anyway, apparently, this is all based on fandom, so. I'm not sure how I, could, I was trying to figure it out, but I can't. Um, it also lists Katie Crown, who's one of the writers later in the series, as voicing Abby at some point. So I don't know if Rachel Dratch voiced both Jody and Abby from the beginning in the Slumber Party episode. I don't know. Or like they couldn't. Whoever was Abby disappeared. Yeah, but and, it says she did yeah. it. She did the voice of Abby in of, this episode. In this episode. Well, that's that's a great fun fact. Yeah, if it's accurate. If it's not, disregard, please. Also, 
sorry to slide in here. Um, I think the most common question we get on our Instagram is like, what do you think is going to happen to Jimmy Pesto? And so many people think that he's going to be written off. And I stand firmly that I think he's going to be revoiced. So I just want everyone to know revoicing is something that happens all the time without us noticing it. Like, it's not like when Lauren Bouchard did Mickey. Mickey. That was just like, I think they panicked and they went with it. Some very specific voices are very hard to do. Yeah, I think they panicked too. I think they could have gotten someone who could probably do like a Bill Hader impression and it would have been fine. They're probably going to have to with how busy he is. But I'm just saying, I guarantee they could find someone who sounds like Jimmy Pesto and we... It's like, the it's like for Kermit it. the Frog, how if you go back and listen to Jim Henson's Kermit the Frog, you know, and then you compare it to like the person who does Kermit now or has, you know, there's been a couple of them. Yeah. It's, it's a little off. It's not it quite is? Kermit. Yeah, it's not it's not Jim Henson Kermit, but it's Kermity enough that we're like fine with it. Okay. All right, cool. Voices. Let me talk about Molly Shannon. More. Can I talk about Molly Shannon a More bit? Molly Shannon, please. Um she also does the voice of the sales clerk who sells Bob the knife. Really? So she had that other scene that got cut too, oh, where Bob returns it. How dare they cut Molly? I will fight them for doing that. Don't ever put Molly Shannon on the cutting room floor. How good was she in White Lotus? Let me tell you something about Molly Shannon. Tell she me. is spectacular in everything. Everything. What else do I have for you? Oh, we have a a big meme came from this episode. What? The scene where um, Louise kind of is telling Tina to lower the Jimmy Jr. poster until it ends up in the trash. <laughs> yeah. During the 2016 presidential election, um, that became a popular meme where you would put the whatever candidate's name you wanted on there that went into the trash. <sighs> I mean, it's perfect. And speaking of elections, the last fun fact I have for you is that Jimmy Pestle Jr. and his, both of his videos are kind of based on kind of like infamous political videos. Mm-hmm. But in one of them, at the very end, he does a little scream and a jump. Yes. And that's supposed to be the uh, infamous Howard Dean screen from when he was running and he was kind of like a front runner. And then he did this weird scream in his like- What? In one of his videos. Yeah, this is way back before. This was like when a scream could ruin a a person's chances of being president a presidential candidate and then now it's like an sexual assaults like whatever yeah, no big deal you want to hear the howard dean scream yeah i do okay skylar i want you to sit back i already feel sorry for him sit back take yourself back to 2004 oh okay um when a scream a scream could ruin uh, a presidential candidates hopes and dreams i feel so i feel sorry for him i don't know who this is by the way am i supposed to know should we feel sorry for any politicians let's be honest i don't know we're going to south carolina and oklahoma and arizona and north dakota and new mexico we're going to california and texas and new york and we're going to south dakota and oregon and washington and michigan and then we're going to washington dc to take back the white house Ah! That's it. That's it. That's not even that bad. Ah! That's not bad. That is not. Ah! Bad. Okay, well, when you loop it. White House! Ah! 
when I loop it. Are oh, you... speaking of looping. No. <laughs> driving me crazy <laughs> that did not need to become a moment it wasn't that bad no it's it's so ridiculous that that and it sucked i don't know who this is so i i don't speak to his politics or anything but it's also so sad that something so horrible happened but we weren't late enough in, in internet culture that he got really popular and got a bunch of followers from the bad press right he it just screwed him right Oh, my God. That's so silly. Anyway, just so Jimmy Jr. does a little scream like that. Well, the jump is a lot, he does like too. A, I, can't do, oh, I can't do any of it. Oh, I see. I'm going to cut every time I've tried to do the noise. No, you're not allowed. Uh, Our podcast is going to be canceled because of your scream. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> That's why I cut it twice. <laughs> One last thing for you is that, and you're going to hate this, why? from from the behind-the-scenes video, the writer said... That, I think word for word, this was a quote, what people seem to love, you ready for this, is Bob talking to inanimate objects. (laughs) Listen, okay, I said very early on in the podcast that I didn't like it and I didn't think it was funny and I stand by it. It was a little awkward on my first watching. I am definitely getting much warmer to it. It's like a chip chip it is. It's exactly like a chip chipper. So you're annoyed by it first, and then it grows it makes on you. you a little uncomfortable. And then you anticipate it, and you're hoping for it. And then when and you don't like, have it, you miss it. Yeah. Like, think if we had a Thanksgiving episode and you didn't talk to the food, I'd be outraged. Exactly. See? Exactly. <laughs> That's it. a great quote. Okay. Should we get into these end credits here? Oh, wait, why were they talking about that? Because it happens in this episode, I think. Oh, he does talks he talk to the, to the knife. knife? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Okay. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. 
For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Um, yeah, let's do the credits. Okay, so... As we mentioned, the end is the big reveal that Henry Haber has been pulling the strings. So really, it's just this last clip before the end credits start is the kids confronting Henry Haber. How can you play with people's lives like that? Who the hell do you think you are, Henry Haber? You're going to be an amazing president. I was an amazing president. <laughs> what happened? Mmm, cool. Doctors have come from distant cities. Okay, so first of all, we've got Skylar's clearly first two draft picks at the very end there. We've got uh, Henry Haper and Mr. Bronca. Alleged draft picks. Nah, I think you're going to pick them. Very quickly, because it's very important we get into the credits. Is Mr. Bronca one of the most underrated characters, and should we do a Patreon episode ranking the most underrated characters? I'd say yes to both of those. Okay, great. Let's and we'll back. also do an evolution of Mr. Bronca episode. I love it. We've got a lot of stuff going on over there, folks. Get Ugh, over we're there. We're having so much fun. Yeah. So what happens at the very... Take us into the credits, Skylar. Okay. Well, I'll do the visuals. Okay. And then you can do the audio. Okay. So I said that Bob's knife was sexy. I'm going to say now I'm getting some sexy vibes from Teddy's hammer in black and white, we're not in the kitchen. We see a black and white um, wood panel and a nail and Teddy, just his hand. And the hammer's pretty huge for, like, the credits. It's, like, very zoomed in. And it's a slow motion hammer. And playing over that, we hear the music of Wonder by Natalie Merchant, which was a... 1995 song off her album Tiger Lily. Super 90s song. You could not have lived in the 90s without knowing this song. And it, we quickly we hear Teddy singing the song himself and we quickly learn this is Teddy's YouTube video that he was talking about <laughs> earlier. So let's hear let's hear him sing I'm a little bit so more. I'm so embarrassed. I didn't put the two together. I just thought they were like creating... I didn't say, oh, I didn't think this is the actual Natalie YouTube Merchant video. Song. Oh, Yes. No, I, I knew I knew it was the song. Well, I I think he's I don't think he said he sang over the YouTube video. I think he just said he put Natalie Merchant's version over it. So, so I don't maybe, know that this is. I think the images are the actual video. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's watch. Just to see me stand over my bed, disbelieving what they're seeing. They okay. okay, tell us what we just saw. It cuts to a shot of just a close-up slow panning from right to left i wouldn't call it a pan teddy's head is floating from left to right 
It feels very like 90s dream like to me. Yeah, a part of me wonders if it's similar to the video. I think I think we should probably look it up. No, I guess it's not. Um we just took a look at the video and I guess it's not kind of oh, like a direct Oh, I'm getting parody. vibes. Oh, you really? Yeah. Let well, me she's watch dancing a with more. a bunch of other people. But they're like these close-up shots of faces. Uh-huh. I still think it's... I'm getting vibes. Okay. I'm getting vibes from the music video. I mean, it is kind of like similar colors, I guess. Yeah. Like, Look uh, at this. Muted colors. Yeah. Okay. I'd say it's in between. Okay. <laughs> it's almost like it. It's but... almost like it. Yeah. So you then guys, we get this if you cl- want to pull it up, Max will put it in the notes and you can tell us yay or nay or kind of... What you think. Would you draft Natalie Merchant to come be on a deserted island with you? I plead the fifth because I'm cooking up this whole thing and it's complicated. And yes, no, I can't give anything away. Don't I, give it I away. Can't. Don't give it away. Okay. So Teddy's still singing this song. We had a close up of his face. Ready for some more? Yeah. What they see. Okay. Oh, I'm just getting total vibes. Like the way Teddy kind of dissolves. Okay, and I'm it's with like, you. Okay. I think it's more like generic video. No, but what what is this vibe? 90s or cheesy? Yeah, I'd say it's just, yeah. It's like 90s. a Nora, not Nora Ephron. It's like a Nora Jones. Like, yeah. Yeah. I love Nora Jones. Don't, don't get me wrong. It's definitely very music video-esque for this kind of song. But dated. Yes. Yeah. So then we get a close-up, the hammer hitting the nail into the board from the other side. Yes. Like the images flipped. And we get a close-up of the nail now with the head of the hammer kind of coming down. (laughs) Is this innuendo? Could be. All right, let's watch. And as far as they can see, they can offer no explanation. I just got all the feels. Okay, so we get some more like hammer shots and then Teddy's floating head again, kind of panning the other way. Yeah, so we end on Teddy and he like closes his eyes at one point when he's singing and I just got, I just got hit in the heart. Like I can just imagine Teddy going home after a long day and like lighting some candles and putting on this song. He gets in a bath. Yeah, and he's lip syncing. Did you ever used to do that? I feel like I would go home after work and like have way too many glasses of wine and just like sing Natalie Merchant, sing like really sad songs. But that's uh, my whole vibe. I'm like sad girl. Natalie Imbruglia. Mm hmm. Torn. What's that? Oh, Torn's another big 90s song. (laughs) 90s anthem. (sighs) Sing it. Um. Nothing's fine, I'm torn. I can't understand. This is how I feel. I'm cold and I am lying naked on the floor. Oh my God. Oh. When I was a kid, I was like, oh my, oh my God. God. That is so sensual. Someone's lying naked on the floor. She, that was actually a cover, I think. You're kidding. I know. I think that was like, a big song because I was at like dance studios. Like f- the older girls would do like lyrical dances to that song. Should I do a torn chip chipperu in the future? Yes. Okay, it's coming. Um, I felt like we were just Linda. Like we didn't know all the lyrics, yeah. but we went for it. One of my pet peeves is when people sing on podcasts. Really? Yeah, and we do it all the time, or at least I do it all the time. 
You cannot stop yourself. I can't. I don't. When we start singing something, I can't. Your stop. sign on is a freaking song. I know. I know. Wait, I'm a hypocrite. What? I am a hypocrite. When do other people sing that you don't? No, like I it? guess that's not true. I love when Gorley and Russ do it on with Gorley and Russ. They Me could too. sing anything. And speaking of singing anything, I would listen to Teddy sing anything. Yeah, this want was phenomenal. A full album of Teddy singing cover songs. His eyes are so earnest in this. Larry Murphy Jr.'s voice is so good as Teddy, and I just think Teddy should have a whole cover song album. I already really loved these credit sequences, but diving in further and like really, it's cheesy in such a good way. I'm like, I'm feeling really good about scoring these. Me too. And I want to, as far as my highlight goes, sometimes I like when they pull a less obvious option. And this was just like kind of like a throwaway line, almost a throwaway, yep. a throwaway joke line. And they made this whole th- credit sequence out of it. And it wasn't from the A story. And I love the choice. I could not agree with you more. And I, I think the A story is a very complicated, big storyline. And sometimes I feel like they've done all they could have done there. So to pull something like this, it made a good episode. Like, ooh, you know, when you have like, an amazing meal and then like a little piece of chocolate and you're like that's the best way to end this is because this is very um specific (laughs) am i hungry i'm just hungry this is what happens when we record right before lunch no but i mean that like don't you isn't it like really satisfying when you just have like a little something sweet at the end of the meal oh of course that's this i like to have a little something sweet as the meal's cooking it's true Skylar would be like, can you come help me in the kitchen? And I'll come into the kitchen, and my version of helping is grabbing, like, a carton of my ice cream from the freezer and And then like he heats it. it up in the microwave, and, like, our kitchen is so small. I can't even tell you how small our kitchen is. And the microwave's over the stove, and he just gets in the way. Okay. Like, and I just want to say, before you listening at home go and heat uh, ice cream in the microwave, I don't – that's not my preferred method. I like to let it sit <laughs> on the counter for 10 minutes and, and get to, like, room temperature properly so that you can – but sometimes I'm not patient enough. Yeah. And I do that. And I don't think that's the right way to do it. And don't do not do as I do. Do as I say, please. He's an just ice like, cream connoisseur. Just like with the singing on podcasts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Should we score these? Can I hear the lyrics? Do you have the lyrics? I'll pull them up right now. Let's hear the lyrics quickly because I think it's going to add just an extra level. And then we'll score. So he's singing the beginning of the song. Okay. Which is, doctors have come from distant cities just to see me. Stand over my bed, disbelieving what they're seeing. They say I must be one of the wonders, God's own creation. As far as they see, they can offer no explanation. Okay, so did he pick this song because he thinks his hammer is such a wonder? Yes, that's what I'm going to go with. I feel like it has a deeper meaning to him by the way he's singing it, but whatever. Well, there's a deeper meaning to everything Teddy does, I think. I think I think he... Okay, fan theory. I think he might be one of the deeper characters on the show. But Bob's kind of... I think when he... Uh, home Alone, he's a deep character. I agree. I think he's got many, many layers. He has a very complicated family history... He's got the hoarding issue, which... He has the hoarding issue. You know, there's always some deeper issues with hoarding. It definitely sounds like... Because I remember his mom was kind of like, 
dating a lot of random people, I think, if I remember from that episode. I love him. Should we score them? Yeah. We score on a scale of 1 to 10 H's at the end of Tina's Up. You're up. Oh, gosh. I hope you don't. I hope this is okay. I'm giving them a 10. It is so unexpected. You would not in a million years think this is what the credits are going to be. And for me, that scores a major bucks. So I, I stick by it. I'll, I'm going to go 10, too. What? I'm going to go 10, too. I Were love you the always going to do 10? No, I don't think so. I love Teddy's voice. And like we said, like I love the like going for a less obvious thing. You know, I don't. I prefer the kitchen end credit sequences. But mm-hmm. I, this was nice. It's nice to mix something like this in. And he's so passionate. I, I love Teddy. Teddy doesn't get the spotlight enough. You know, he's always... Uh, this is why I'll give you a 10. Because I'm sad when it cuts off. I want to hear the whole song. Yeah. And I want to, like, go to Teddy's YouTube and, like, watch that. Like, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Well, that was fun. So, so there you have it. Those were the end credits to the Millie Churrigan candidate. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Follow us over on Instagram and Twitter, Bob's Credits. Leave us a review. Yeah? Yeah. Five Leave, stars, Five please. stars on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you listen to it. You can now rate us on Spotify. That's a new 2022 thing, so that would be awesome. And if you've caught up on all our episodes and want more Bob's Credits. I hear there's a place for that. I hear there's a place. Patreon.com. We don't say it together. One, two, three. Patreon.com slash Bob's Credits. Credits. Oh, okay. <laughs> wasn't wasn't quite on at the same time. We'll, we'll practice. We'll, yeah, we're going to work on that. Um, maybe we'll sing it to the tune of Natalie Merchant's I love that. Wonder. And just remember, if you sign up for our $5 tier, that's where you get the extra episodes. And if you sign up before February... You will get 20% off all our forthcoming merch, which is, of course, all Bob's Burgers theme. Ooh, anything else you want to say to take us out of here? I don't have anything. Do you have anything? Just say first thing that comes to your mind. Stay slicey. Oh, I like that. Let's go have some lunch. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.